Good morning. This is Christine DiGiacomo, and today's morning briefing is called They'll Know We Are Christians by Our Love, or Not. It was 1970, and the song They'll Know We Are Christians by Our Love joined Pass It On and Kumbaya to top Christian pop charts. We sang them in our youth groups. Do you remember that? The sound was influenced by the 60s movement, and certainly its message of peacemaking was, too. Huh, a timeless message, I guess. Paul wrote, I heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all God's people. Christians and love, how are we doing? We are one in the Spirit, we are one in the Lord, and we pray that all unity may one day be restored. And they'll know we are Christians by our love. Well, that's how the song goes. Do they know we are Christians by our love? In my last briefing, which referenced haters venting to, on, and about Pastor Rick Warren, at a time when all of humanity ought be supporting the man and his wife following the suicide of his 27-year-old son, Even Christians who hold different doctrinal positions are guilty of being much less than sympathetic, to which I find myself uttering my favorite eight-word prayer. Oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God. The song continues, we will work with each other, we will work side by side, and we'll guard each one's dignity and save each one's pride, and they'll know we are Christians by our love. Maybe not, huh? Actually, research has shown that scores of people have turned away from Christianity because they have found the opposite to be true. Christians are not known for our love. Christians are more readily characterized as judgmental, hypocritical, homophobic, and cliquish. Oh, man. And yet, no one ever loved like Jesus. He took time with people. He preferred the company of avowed sinners more than the overtly religious. He wasn't afraid to show emotion, and he shattered all the first century mores in his treatment of women and others whose society spurned. People liked being around Jesus, and because of his ultimate sacrifice, and only because of that, we can know the love of God the Father and communion of the Holy Spirit, the Trinity, a perfect community characterized by love. Paul talks about God's love in Romans in most emphatic terms, expressing that no one and no thing could ever separate us from God's love. Listen to this. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation, will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. That from Romans chapter 8. Paul does a masterful job conveying in the strongest terms possible that no one, no thing, and no circumstance will separate us from God's love, ever. 
Rather, when life is at its most tumultuous and rough waters are raging around our heads, God's creative love can turn a situation for our good. Paul knew what he was talking about. He had earned the right to reference life's trials. Everything he mentions here he had experienced. And so, he is not just trying to give us information. He is trying to persuade us that what he is saying about God's love is not only true, but that because it is true, it can radically transform how we think and live and love. Indeed, perhaps when we fully understand and embrace that there is nothing greater than God's love, that he offers it freely to us, and that nothing can ever take it away from us, then we will trade in it more freely ourselves, and others will know we are Christians by our love. I don't know. What do you think? If you'd like to read this, consider its statements and claims, you can go to pastorwoman.com, click on Powerful Bible Teaching, Morning Briefings, and again, the title is, They'll Know We Are Christians by Our Love or not.